and the deep state and the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab and so many more would like to see and that's InfoWars flatlining InfoWars life functions terminated but we're still here myself, the great crew and you all in this together now Owen Schroyer here one more day for Alex Jones he will be back today most likely after the show But we may be hearing from Alex before the end of the show as major developments in the Sandy Hook case in Connecticut where the judge has just suspended attorney Norm Pattis for six months allegedly for conduct she didn't like during the Sandy Hook case. Trial. Now, this is more interesting than just dealing with Sandy Hook or Alex Jones attorney, Norm Pattis, because Norm also represents me. I was due in court later this month, so that's going to throw a wrench into my legal defense with my two ongoing cases arrested for supporting Trump. Total Democrat persecution, in my view. So it looks like that's going to affect me as well, not to mention the numerous other January 6th defendants that Norm Pattis is currently in the middle of trial defending with jury selection ongoing the likes of Joe Biggs and others. Now, did that play into this decision? I guess you're just going to have to make up your own mind on that. But there you go. Alex Jones' attorney, Norm Pattis, suspended Law license for six months. He is appealing it. He is in trial and and court cases right now. He's a very busy attorney defending more than just Alex Jones. And really, I mean, I don't want to put words in Norm's mouth. I mean, I, I would consider Norm a classical liberal in the sense that he supports free speech, in the sense that he doesn't like big government corruption running people's lives, ruining people's lives. But... That's just a quick take on that from me. We may be hearing from Alex on that before the end of the day. Uh, I don't know about hearing from Norm, considering he's going to be pretty busy today, not just with his ongoing trials, but dealing with this suspension that came down today. So that's big news. We'll be continuing to cover it at Infowars.com. And I can't belabor that story because... I've got so much other important news developing today. Obviously, 0 for 11, McCarthy now. All signs point to 0 for 12 incoming whenever they decide to run that gambit again. And it looks like it'll be starting here just momentarily, but uh, I'll just tell you, it's going to be 0 for 12. So this is going to be hilarious to watch. But there's other news developing there. 
And like I said, it's it's amazing to just sit here and watch this play out, and it couldn't be more obvious. And I, and I suppose to the same voices that were anti-Trump in 2015 and 2016, using virtually the same rhetoric, basically, oh, if you support Trump and you don't support Bush or whatever they were wanting at the time, the country's over, it's a doomsday scenario, worst thing ever, Trump will destroy the country. The exact same threats that the exact same people were telling us about Trump are now the exact same people in the exact same threats telling us if we don't get McCarthy, it's a doomsday scenario. Then there's the issue of this whole January 6th anniversary nonsense that we'll be getting into as well. They are going to milk this cow forever. I mean, they tell you January 6th is worse than September 11th. So, of course, they're going to be doing their ceremonies and their grandstanding. And, folks, we've got other big news today. It is a loaded transmission. Absolutely loaded. From the front lines of the information war, it's Owen Troyer. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Well, I got to tell you, I'm not feeling pressure with all the major news breaking today, filling in for Alex Jones. I feel blessed. I feel excited. And I'm honored to be here with you today on this Friday, January 6, 2023. And I ask God for the vision and the strength and the patience and the clarity to be super effective in this important transmission today. And there's about four or five stories that are just of the utmost importance that any other day would be the top story. You'd spend all three hours on it in a three-hour transmission, or it's going to be a four-hour transmission today. I'll be doing all four hours And you'd spend all four hours on that, maybe take calls, get special guests. But there's like four or five stories, maybe even six, quite frankly, that have reached that level of importance that I'm really going to have to be doing my best work here today. So I just ask God to give me the vision and the strength and the clarity to be ultimately effective transmitting this news to you live. Here on the Alex Jones Show, Owen Schroer filling in. Alex will be back today. We may even be hearing from him live on the show. So where do I begin? Let's just let's just briefly lay out the big stories. Now, I mentioned the big story with Norm Pattis, Alex Jones' attorney, my attorney, other January 6th defendants who are in trial right now, their attorney. He's just been suspended by the Connecticut judge from the Sandy Hook case. Now... Think what you want about that. That just went down this morning. Legitimate, illegitimate, persecution, politically driven. I'll leave that up to you. Maybe we'll hear from Alex or Norm sometime. Uh, but Norm obviously busy and, and Alex as well, trying to get back into the office and back to work. But I can't even belabor that big story today because here we go again. Kevin McCarthy is about to lose a seventh, excuse me, a twelfth, seventh, please. Seventh. Seventh wasn't embarrassing enough for him. He's going to go for 12 today. And according to his own words, he could be 0 for 100 by the end of the month. He'll be he'll be 0 for 100. I mean, if they do three to if they do if they do four votes a day for the rest of the month and McCarthy doesn't lose and McCarthy loses every time, he's going to be 0 for 100. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. It's just hilarious. 
But but okay, we'll have that. And here's what I'm going to do. And really, I should maybe try to do this in the first segment if I can. If I can't, we'll come back and do it immediately in the next segment. There are four big issues right now. There are four big issues right now. There's Kevin Pelosi McCarthy. Four big issues right now that are Pelosi's rules that Kevin McCarthy wants to keep intact that the 20 Republican holdouts want to get rid of. Now, I'll tell you those four rules and why it's so important, which to me just proves that that Kevin McCarthy is doing the bidding of the deep state. He would have conceded on these four issues if he was really working to make America great again, if he was really working for a non-swamp favoring rule book for the 118th Congress. So we're going to get into the importance of that as the 12th vote begins. But we also have this whole January 6th ceremony remembrance like it's September 11th phenomenon that needs to be addressed. And there's going to be a bit of a, I'll I'll admit that it's going to seem a little bit inconsistent here with my coverage today, dealing with what the Democrats did this morning versus what the Republicans are about to do, keeping Kevin McCarthy away from the speaker position and the gavel for the 12th time, where I'm going to point out the Democrat unification and say, see, this is what Republicans never do, but then also going to be supporting the fact that the Republicans aren't unifying for Kevin McCarthy. So, so I'll admit there's maybe even a double standard coming from me today, but is it really a double standard if I see it and admit it and then explain why I feel that way? We will. But what the Democrats did and the Capitol steps today is just, it's just disgusting. And every single one of those Democrats that took part in that ceremony know they were lying know that they lied to the American people about January 6th and Brian Sicknick and all the other stuff. And it's, quite frankly, it's beyond insulting. You know, I'm not the family of Ashley Babbitt. I'm not the family of Roseanne Boylan. I'm I'm not actually family with the people that died on January 6th. But it's funny that the Democrats get up there talking about people that died on January 6th and the violence. All the people that died on January 6th were Trump supporters. But they don't tell you that. Trump supporters killed by police. They don't tell you that. I mean, think about it's it's numbing. It's mind numbing that for years, Democrats will have massive displays, massive ceremonies telling you how bad cops are, specifically after a policeman kills an unarmed person like George Floyd, which I'm not even saying that was the case. I believe it was the drug overdose that led to George Floyd's cardiac arrest as the autopsy said, but the mainstream media lies and continues to lie about it, fine. But see, the point is that Democrats will have these massive grandiose displays saying how bad it is when police officers kill unarmed Americans and then they'll riot for months on end and justify it because of the police behavior. But then with their January 6th ceremonies, where it was police officers that killed five unarmed people or four unarmed people that day, And then they get up there and they have a ceremony celebrating it. But it's worse than that. I'll explain coming up. Now you've got the issue where, and and, and look, I I took a lot of flack for this. I had callers calling in and, and, and disagreeing with me, and that's perfectly fine. I am perfectly okay with that. 
But I said I believe that it was the hit that caused the cardiac event on the football field on Monday night that could have potentially been made worse with the vaccine. I still don't know his vaccine status. They still haven't made any public statements as far as that's concerned. But after the doctors that were working on him made their statement yesterday and then follow-up reports from other doctors who weren't working on him but are going on TV doing interviews pretending like they know, and they're all saying the same thing. Nothing to do with the vaccine. Nothing to do with the vaccine. Don't talk about the vaccine. Well, wait a second. If you come out and you're honest, and the truth of the matter is that DeMar Hamlin did not get a COVID-19 vaccine, then fine. Go on air and say the COVID-19 vaccine had nothing to do with this because he didn't get it. But they're not saying that, are they? All they're saying is that it has nothing to do with the COVID-19 vaccine. But they don't tell you that's because he didn't get it. Now, at this point, at this point, because you see, here's the difference. I didn't come on air and say that this was because of the COVID-19 vaccine because I don't know if he's been vaccinated. I can sit here and I can point to thousands of other cardiac events. We did whole gigantic news reports and compilations of, of hundreds of other athletes that we know got the vaccine and that we know had a cardiac problem and others where we know of kids that died after getting the vaccine where they admitted the vaccine killed them. So I've got all the cases that show the COVID-19 vaccine has killed tens of thousands of people. That's according to the own government records. There is no debate there, just lies and propaganda and denial. But see, I wouldn't say that the COVID-19 caused the cardiac arrest because I don't know his vaccination status. So tell me why a doctor, multiple doctors, would go on TV and tell you and, and, and say in utmost authority and confidence that this has nothing to do with, his vac- with the COVID-19 vaccine, even though they do not tell you whether or not he's been vaccinated. If you said he never took a COVID-19 vaccine, therefore this couldn't have been caused by the vaccine, then fine, fair enough. But they don't do that. They just say, don't ask about the vaccine. Don't ask about the vaccine status. And this had nothing to do with the vaccine. Stop talking about it. Well, I'll tell you what, the minute that you can show us the proof that he never took the vaccine, then people will stop talking about this being related to the vaccine, and we can have the other debate about the future of football. But they just say, don't ask, don't tell, nothing to do with the vaccine. Really, did he get the vaccine? That doesn't matter. Hmm, seems like it would matter for you to say it had nothing to do with it. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. 
Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com, and discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com, that's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. So based off the activity I've seen so far today, I expect Kevin McCarthy will lose a 12th straight vote. And you know what's interesting about this process now as we're on day four of it is not just the futility that we continue to see exercise. That that's We, we understand that now. What's interesting is we're, we started to yesterday get a better idea into what the major issues were as far as why the holdouts will not vote for McCarthy. And so we're going to get into that here in a second. But what's odd is that's not getting the focus of all of these speeches on the floor and of all of these speeches trying to say why we need McCarthy or don't, or people just taking the stand to make their own points. Nobody's really getting into the issues of the matter, which is odd to me. And even when they go on TV Many are not really discussing the issues either. Um, I don't understand that, but that has been the case. And, and while the Republican holdouts have still, with another night, all been on message, all been on point, all been unwavering, all been effective, the one thing I think that's lacking here is a proper explanation of why they're holding out. And when you get an explanation into that, I think it'll make more sense. And so I was looking into that yesterday, and I have a better idea now of what is the situation. Let's start with two of them that are extremely important. And these are Pelosi rules, by the way, that Pelosi made. And one is a single member of the House can step up and basically has the power to remove Speaker the Speaker of the House. And Pelosi changed that. That rule had been in for a while. Pelosi changed that, so I think that it had to be four, or I don't remember the exact number. Pelosi basically made it a lot harder to get an ouster of the Speaker. Well, of course Pelosi wants that. She likes centralized power, and she knew she had the gavel, and she wanted to make sure she maintained it, especially considering the heat that was put on her from AOC and the squad ahead of the vote for speaker where they were going to do a little holdout like this, but basically they caved before it went down. Then Pelosi made the rule so that not a single one of them could stand up and have Pelosi removed. 
McCarthy won't concede that. But it makes sense, doesn't it? If the Speaker of the House is no longer doing the will of the Republican Party or the Speaker of the House has got out of line or the Speaker of the House isn't doing the will of the people, then one person can step up and have the ouster begin. Why doesn't McCarthy want that? That's pretty important. Here's another one of utmost importance. And this might even be bigger than the last one. Campaign funding of the primaries. The holdouts want to stop the major Republican super PACs and donor class and the GOP from getting involved in primary funding. Why? Well, isn't the why obvious? And when you realize how obvious the why is, then you realize how obvious it is why they don't want that to stop. Why would the Republican Party want to be involved in the campaign financing of the primaries so desperately? Well, isn't it obvious? Didn't we just see why in the midterms? Because they get involved in the primary process. They can make sure that people, they hope, like people like Joe Kent and others can't even get past the primary process. So the Republicans will get to hand pick from the very beginning who they want in office with their funding. So does that make sense? So if you have two candidates coming up, let's say in Washington, like Joe Kent, it's a, it's a, it's a damn shame we don't have Congressman Joe Kent but the Republicans didn't help with that and they're glad and they want to keep that trend continuing. So the Republicans can come in and they can say, okay, here's the primary process. Who's going to do our bidding? Who's going to cave to our will? Who can we control? And when they have that answer, or they'll just select their person and insert them into any race they want. And then they have the power of the purse of their hundreds of millions of dollars, which they all brag about Kevin McCarthy raising every time, whether it's Dan Crenshaw or all these other people that go on television and tell you how great McCarthy is, they can only say one thing, and that's how much money he raises. What does that do for you at home? Just curious. McCarthy raising a bunch of money, does that help you at home? Do you really care about that? Is that your biggest priority? Not saying it's not important. But so that's what the Republican Party wants. They want to be able to control the primary process. And so you may notice this, The nice way of going after politicians you don't like, and it's probably the more professional way, and sometimes I slip off on this, and, you know, I'll I'll, I'll resort to name-calling and insults, and I try not to do that. But, you you know, with a guy like Dan Crenshaw, you can't help yourself. But the polite professional way is to say, okay, we're going to primary you, right? Instead of just coming out and saying, Dan Crenshaw, this guy sucks. I patch McCain. You just say, wow, Dan, you've really embarrassed yourself and you've really shown the people that you don't care about the country and you care more about the D.C. establishment and elites. We're going to primary you. Well, that's a threat because in the primary process, there's more of a level playing field. But if the Republicans are involved in the financing of it, well, then all of a sudden one guy can get $10 million in the primary process and then the other guy or gal is forced to do fundraising on their own, which is obviously a lot harder when running a campaign to get the millions of dollars in fundraising. So in the primary process, if you know you've got millions of dollars from the Republicans, you can focus on your campaign. They'll pay for all your ads. They'll pay for all your events. And you don't even have to worry about campaign fundraising. 
So you see why that's so important? Why won't McCarthy concede on that? Because he loves the power of the purse. He gets all the D.C. elite money, and he wants the ability to dole it out as he sees fits. And if that harms people like Joe Kent, then they don't care because they don't like Joe Kent. They don't want him in there. He would be probably another holdout against McCarthy. So you see how that works? They also want to vote on term limits. This is a more minor issue to me, quite frankly. I think it goes both ways. I can see why term limits are a good thing. You look at someone like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, there's your argument for term limits. But it goes both ways. Look at Rand Paul. You want Rand Paul to not be able to keep running and getting into office? Not to mention, if you have term limits, who ends up really running things in Congress? Well, a lot of these staffers. The staffers can be there for decades and decades, and some of these new people get in, and if you don't have anybody there that's long in the tooth, you're kind of looking around for help, maybe not knowing what to do, and then the staffers end up running everything. So I think that one's a give and take. They also want a stricter border. They want a fair tax act. And then the other big one is they want a balanced budget is what they say. But, but, but really, here, here's the practical exercise. It's that they want new rules when it comes to these bills so that basically you can't have a bill land on your desk with 48 hours left to approve it. So they're going to get rid of that. And I, I, I don't know, they haven't really proposed an exact time, but I mean, really, the number should be at least two weeks. I mean, it should be a two-week minimum if you're going to put a bill on my, on my desk. Plus, they want single-vote, single-issue appropriations bills as well so that this massive bill doesn't come out with 100 things on it that they don't even know about. Good news and some bad news on multiple fronts. The good news is Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus are still 50% off. The bad news is they're very close to selling out. And by Monday of next week, and I'm cutting this ad on January 5th, 2023, we're going to have to go back to full price. Then about a week after that, they'll be sold out. So that's good news. You can still get the products. It's bad news because they're about to be sold out because they're also some of our best-selling products. When we don't have them, we can't fund the operation. So it is a real conundrum, but that's just where we're at. I want to thank all the listeners for your ongoing support. But if you want Vitamineral Fusion, it's so incredible for your immune system and your whole body, and DNA Force Plus that helps your telomeres last longer and cleans out your mitochondria and so much more, you can get them both exclusively. Top-of-the-line supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Still 50% off until this coming Monday. They're going to be sold out for months and months. Thanks for all your support. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Big Brother, mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. And, and now, what it's your all about? host, Owen Troyer. Isn't that really what it's all about? We're sick of government lies. We're sick of government corruption. Same thing with the media. Views it itself as the government. It does. I mean, can't you see that by the arrogance that they go on TV at night? You better vote McCarthy. Like, it's a hostage situation. When nobody wants McCarthy. You talk to the average American, 
that votes Republican, you talk to the average conservative, nobody wants McCarthy. Only the swamp, only the deep state. And now we know why. Because it's tyranny. It's centralized power. They want Kevin McCarthy to have centralized power without the ability to remove him if he's not acting well. They want the ability to put a thousand-page bill on your desk and you get one night to read it with a hundred different issues in it, vote it and pass it. And then the one issue and it's like funding veterans or something, then if you don't vote for it, they say, look, he hates veterans. So they want one-issue bills, one vote, one-issue bills. They want time to read gigantic spending bills. They want to get the Republican Party and all the big money out of the primary process for a more fair primary process so we can primary swamp creatures like Dan Crenshaw, who's, who's really just really disgraced himself this week. As if, I mean, he was already like hanging by a thread. Just hanging by a thread of, of any public support from the conservative Republican community. That, that's all gone now. He, he's, he's, he's completely broke. And so... I hope I did a good job in the last segment laying out the issues that the holdouts have. But in case I didn't do a good enough job, Matt Gates has just stepped up to the podium and he is speaking right now. And so here is Matt Gates explaining why I suspect the 20 holdouts will once again not vote for McCarthy. Here it is. Several believe that one earns the position of speaker by raising enormous sums of money. And there is no doubt that the individual that was nominated by Mr. Garcia is the LeBron James of special interest fundraising in this town. There is nobody better, but I would suggest that there are qualifications for speaker that are far more important. There are attributes that are far more important. Jim Jordan has those, and I am submitting his name for nomination at this time. I heard my colleague from California, Mr. Garcia, say that we seek pure selfless intent and I could not agree more with that assessment. Mr. Jordan, indeed, is reflective of pure selfless intent. I don't know that the same can be said for the Republican alternative. Let's start with purity. Many of you have seen the reports that there are negotiations to determine whether or not on this side of the aisle there can be a deal, a meeting of the minds, a grand bargain that would allow us to proceed with the speakership. And I want all of my colleagues to know, regardless of your perspective on me, how impure some of those negotiations have gone. And I want the country to know. The principal goal of the people who are objecting to Mr. McCarthy on the Republican side is that we don't believe the rules of this place unlock the potential of all of the members to be able to cast votes on individual bills and to offer amendments on Appropriations Acts. And we're also concerned about spending that has ballooned our debt and borrowed against the future generations of American citizens. And Mr. McCarthy said, well, goodness to the objectors, a lot of you want to be on the Oversight and Judiciary Committee, and you never submit your names to be on the Rules Committee or the Appropriations Committee. And so, gosh, if you'll get a list of folks who are willing to come early on, mon on fly-in days for rules and folks who are willing to take on the extra burden of our appropriators who work so hard, then I'll certainly work to do that. And so we endeavored in good faith, in pure good faith, to create that list. And then what did Mr. McCarthy do? He went out to the media and came to other members of the conference and said, see, they just want jobs for themselves. That is not pure. Selflessness. Selflessness is not selling shares of yourself 
to the lobby corps and then doing their bidding at the expense of the American people. But there certainly is intent, and it's an intent driven almost exclusively by personal ambition, and that ambition is paralyzing the House now. Madam Clerk, at this time there is great trust in Mr. Jordan, and that's why I am nominating him, and there is insufficient trust in Kevin McCarthy. There are some who have been objecting to Mr. McCarthy who are working on perhaps changes to the rules, changes to circumstance that would convert the speakership from the great, awesome, powerful position it is now to more of a ceremonial position, almost akin to the speaker in the British House of Commons. Uh, I referred to it previously as a straitjacket that some of us were trying to construct with better rules and better personnel because we do not trust Mr. McCarthy with power because we know who he will use it for and we are concerned it will not be for the American people. We trust Jim Jordan. I nominate him and I'm going to vote for him. All right. I, I, I think that's about as well said as it can be right there for Matt Gates. Now, the vote is underway. It's just begun. I don't think anything changes here, folks. I, I have no reason to believe anything changes. I don't know if the votes for somebody other than McCarthy will be the number 20, as they have been in the past, but I, I still believe McCarthy won't get the votes. Uh, do we want to go to this Lauren Boebert now, guys, too? I, I'm not, just, uh, let's pick up some audio of Boebert here quickly. Who unanimously was elected as chairman, whom I believe can unite this Republican conference and put forward the agenda that we all promise to work hard on and serve our American people to the best of our abilities with. I believe that Kevin Hearn will be a fighter for our national debt. I get texts on a regular basis at how inflation is hurting families, how grocery pl- prices are skyrocketing. Yeah, we got news on that today. He has crafted a budget that balances and will bring that to the floor to help the American people. Madam Clerk, I nominate Kevin Hearn as speaker. Thank you. So you've got Hearn, you've got Jordan. They'll get some votes. I don't know if Donald's will get some votes. My my, my guess is it'll be 20 again. I I don't know if anybody's flipping yet. And and I will say this, you know, I get, actually, I got a lot of messages, people saying, Hey, I've, I've emailed my Congressman. I've emailed my representative. I've sent them a message. I've called their offices and um, told them, please stop voting McCarthy. And so I imagine that they're being inundated at this point with messages, emails, phone calls, telling them not to vote for McCarthy. So much so, I think a lot of them have just decided we're not answering emails anymore. They told their staff, don't even respond anymore. And and people were calling in. And I mean, it, it, it's, it's kind of a weird scenario because you're, you're dealing with InfoWars that is like, Right here live. I mean, this is as this is as live and transparent and, and connected to you, the audience. Like this is all of us. I'm up here behind the microphone and we got the crew in here switching and running the cameras and everything, but this this is a live show that that it, it consists of millions of people. And so people were calling in yesterday because that's what we do. We're open here, everybody gets to talk. This is like the real Congress here. And people were calling in, and, and we were hoping to get Marjorie Taylor Greene on yesterday saying, you need to ask, ask this, you need to say this, you need to do this, which, of course, probably is why she didn't come on. Now, I'm not blaming the audience for that. That's what we do here. We're open, we talk. And I don't know that that's the case, but basically, you know, we never got Marjorie Taylor Greene on, and, and her staff quit answering our calls. 
And I would always say, even when the callers were skeptical, I'd say, look, I like Marjorie Taylor Greene. I think she's a good person. She has her reasons for voting, voting for McCarthy again. Hopefully she can come on and explain it. Never came on. But I, I, I will say, if Marjorie votes for McCarthy again today, that's just a little concerning at this point to me. Again, I'm not saying, I'm not changing tune on my general perspective from Marjorie Taylor Greene. I still think she's a good person. I still think she's one of the good guys. I don't I don't think she's controlled opposition as others have suggested and others have made even uh, more aggressive suggestions about Marjorie Taylor Greene this week. I'm not on that board. But I will say at this point, why has Marjorie Taylor Greene not changed her vote? Why is she so loyal to Kevin McCarthy? I really at this point don't understand it and that's because she hasn't offered an explanation. Now would be the day to switch your vote, Marjorie. Now would be the day to say, look, I was loyal to Kevin. I wanted to be part of this Republican Party that got behind Kevin. It's not working, and so I'm not going to be voting for Kevin McCarthy today. We'll see if that's the story, but I doubt it. Taping this important announcement on the afternoon of Thursday, January 5th, 2023. And that means you've only got four days to act if you want to get Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus both at 50% off. Next Monday, the products are going back to full price because they're close to selling out. We won't have more back in stock for months. Everybody should be on Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus. Just look at DNA Force Plus with the PQQ and the CoQ10 and so much more. Documented to clean out your cells, your mitochondria, Take your immune system to the next level and even have your telomeres, that's your DNA, last longer. This is the opposite of what the globalists are doing with their poison shots. This is actually giving your body the tools it needs to regenerate. Get DNA Force Plus and Vitamin Fusion for a limited time for 50% off. You've got until next Monday and your purchase supports the broadcast. Keeps us on air. Please take action now for your own wellness and your own health and keep us on air. Infowarsstore.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. All right, the vote is underway. We have had one interesting development here. Byron Donalds has switched his vote back to Kevin McCarthy. Bobert, Bishop, and uh, I forget the others, and Gates just... So four other votes right now. Bishop, Bobert, Gates, the other name skips my head right now. But Donald switches his vote back to McCarthy. Now, I want to get ahead of another thing as Lauren Bobert 
puts this message out last night. We're not because this is a, all, all the, the, the naysayers to the 20 Republican holdouts are saying, you're just making a point. You're just grandstanding. You just want clicks. You just want campaign donations. I don't believe that for a second to be the case. Lauren Boebert says, we're not making a point. We're making a change. I agree. And I, and I would just say this to get ahead of an issue here. To the Republicans, and, and I hope that they can get this message some way or another. Obviously, they're voting right now. But to the Republican holdouts, if McCarthy does end up becoming speaker without the concession somehow, even if he becomes speaker today or, or next week, and, and we don't get all the concessions that we want that are, that are common sense stuff, do not put your tail behind your legs. Do not feel ashamed. Do not feel embarrassed because you've already been given the next winning argument platform. If McCarthy wins, the Republican holdouts need to come out and make a joint statement and just say, hey, look, we tried to do something for the American people. We tried to finally get some change instituted in D.C., and we failed. The swamp won again. So here's our message to the American people. Watch as D.C., specifically conservatives and Republicans, Watch as D.C. politics doesn't change at all with Kevin McCarthy as speaker. It's beautiful. It's perfect. Because now you've put the onus back on the GOP and back on Kevin McCarthy to actually at least pretend like they care about the American people. And they won't. And you'll see politics as usual in D.C. And you'll see massive omnibus spending bills with less than 24 hours to read them. And you'll see primary funding going to the deep state swamp nominations, not the grassroots conservatives. And it'll just be the same thing in D.C. And so I I just hope that if McCarthy does end up getting beyond the threshold here, that the Republicans don't hide and quiver, but instead stand tall and say, "Okay, hey, we put forth a good faith effort. We tried to do something to get some change finally in D.C. It failed. Now you watch your government business as usual. They'll add trillions to the debt. They'll do nothing about the border. They'll primary grassroots conservatives out of the process and DC will continue to dominate the rest of the country. So enjoy it. Watch it. We tried to stop it. We failed. We'll try again next time. Simple as that. That's all they have to do. Now, I think actually, even though that's what I would do and what I think they should do, I will tip my hat to Matt Gates, who I think has made another move of political brilliance here. Representative Matt Gates threatens to resign from Congress if Republicans give Democrats control of the chamber just to elect McCarthy as Speaker of the House. Again, I think this is brilliant. Even though I'm saying, hey, don't put your tail behind your legs and, and, and between your legs and run, I don't really view that's what Gates is doing. I think Gates is just going all in here and saying, hey, look, if the Democrats are willing to work to get McCarthy in or Republicans are willing to reach across the table and threaten us by putting a Democrat in charge, then fine, let them do it. We'll call it out and I'll walk away from the whole thing. I think it's another act of political brilliance from Matt Gates because it highlights the issue here that clearly McCarthy is the swamp candidate. Clearly McCarthy is who the Democrats even want in there. I get, you know, I'm sure they'd prefer Jeffries, but They'd prefer McCarthy as the one is with better odds than Jeffries. So that will just highlight that issue. And that's going to be the key here. Now, the one thing I, I, I wish the holdouts would do better is 
voicing their concerns and voicing these concessions better so the American people understand it better. The amazing thing is the American people, though, are really tuned in more than ever, and I think they just understand, generally speaking, why we don't like Kevin McCarthy and and why he represents the swamp and why he represents the D.C. elite. I think the American people understand that, basically speaking, but they need to understand the issues here better so that they can understand if, God forbid, McCarthy gets in and, and railroads D.C. down our throat again, we'll know how and why it happened. With the primary spending, with the unable to remove the speaker when he goes rogue or goes swamp and the border and all these other issues. Quickly, here's some other headlines. Why do 201 GOP representatives continue to vote for Kevin McCarthy, who gets an F in Liberty score from conservative review, conservative review, a great outlet. If you want to look at voting records, absolutely. And they've got their own system for analyzing voting records with the principles of Liberty And Kevin McCarthy gets an F. Of course he does. He's a swamp creature. He's the LeBron James of special interest money and doling it out to who will work for the swamp instead of the American people. But here come the threats. Conservatives warn of doomsday scenario if McCarthy fails in speaker race where Democrats neuter GOP power. Doomsday scenario. Folks, in case you haven't noticed, it's already a doomsday scenario in D.C. Uh, Debt is un... It's, it's off the map. It's ridiculous. $1.7 trillion spending bills that you can't even read before you can vote for them. Congress is already a mess. The government is already a doomsday scenario. Whether it's McCarthy in there or not, that doesn't change. McCarthy extends the doomsday scenario, and they just tell you the exact opposite. And I'm not surprised by the names and the figures doing it, like Fox News' Brian Kilmeade. Fox News' Brian Kilmeade labels anti-McCarthy GOP representatives insurrectionists. Doesn't surprise me one bit. Brian Kilmeade is a D.C. East Coast elitist. Always has been. He likes to dictate policy from his, his big, big table at Fox News and his big radio show at Fox News. He likes to dictate to you how things should go. Brian Kilmeade likes to dictate down to the people what you should think and what you should do when it comes to politics. And we're reversing that trend, Brian. But I wasn't surprised. I wasn't surprised by any of this. And you may remember on Monday when I came on and host the show, I said, ignore the hemming and hawing, ignore the threats, ignore the doomsday this, doomsday that. It's 2016 with Trump all over again. It's the same D.C. elites, East Coast elites, swamp D.C. creatures that didn't want Trump in in 2016 that are now telling you Kevin McCarthy's the best option in 2023. Don't buy it. Don't listen to it. Ignore it just like you did. Because these are just elitists who like being able to feel powerful by dictating policy and politics from the top down. And, of course, the swamp repays them by giving them all the swamp creature guests for their TV shows and their radio shows. And that makes them feel prestigious. And I'm, I'm really upset that Donald's changed his vote, especially after the attacks he was under. Democrat Cory Bush claims black representative Byron Donald's perpetuating white supremacy after historic speaker nomination. Imagine, you know, because they love black people so much, right? So you had a black man nominated by the Democrats and a black man nominated by the Republicans. But one of the black men was called a white supremacist. You know which one it was? Of course you do. It was the Republican. So that's upsetting that. And I'm not saying that Byron Donald switched his vote because of the Democrat lies and attacks on him. 
I'm just sad he did, considering the Democrat lies and attacks on him. By the way, what was the one other thing when I came on here for the first broadcast of the new year that did I say? Besides, don't listen to the hemming and hawing from the D.C. elites complaining that McCarthy can't get in. I said one of the big stories going into 2023 now is the market is finally going to catch up post-COVID and post-Biden. And now we've got all kinds of news on that. And then the guest that's going to be joining me in the next hour, we're going to be talking about that with him as well. But ladies and gentlemen, remember Infowars.com is supported by you. We don't have big DC interest. We don't have big donors. You notice the commercials here aren't big pharmaceutical commercials or big Hollywood commercials or big food commercials. No, we have our own supplements that we sell to you at the best price, highest quality supplements, lowest price at Infowarsstore.com. And that's how we fund ourselves. And it's not easy to do with the giant legal bills the giant uh, electricity bills that are going up now, the giant bills for the data that we use to house our own websites. We don't get to we don't get to use YouTube. We don't get to use these big platforms, Facebook, to house our stuff. We had to build our own. That costs a lot of money. And so when you shop at InfoWarsStore.com, you support us. Or you can go right to InfoWarsStore.com and just make a direct donation. You don't want to get the great vitamin mineral fusion and start every day with it like I do? Fine, you can support us still. You can go and make a direct donation at InfoWarsStore.com. But I suggest buying the supplements because they work great. DNA Force Plus, the Real Red Pill Plus, vitamin mineral fusion, all 50% off right now. Top rated, top selling supplements. All 50% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. But those sales are going to be coming to an end very shortly. Alex may decide to do that as soon as he gets back in the office. All right, continuing to monitor the vote, and then a guest joining me coming up in the next hour. Good news and some bad news on multiple fronts. The good news is Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus are still 50% off. The bad news is they're very close to selling out, and by Monday of next week, and I'm cutting this ad on January 5th, 2023. We're going to have to go back to full price. And then about a week after that, they'll be sold out. So that's good news. You can still get the products. It's bad news because they're about to be sold out because they're also some of our best-selling products. When we don't have them, we can't fund the operation. So it is a real conundrum, but that's just where we're at. I want to thank all the listeners for your ongoing support. But if you want vitamin mineral fusion, it's so incredible for your immune system and your whole body and DNA Force Plus that helps your telomeres last longer and cleans out your mitochondria and so much more, you can get them both exclusively. Top-of-the-line supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Still 50% off until this coming Monday. They're going to be sold out for months and months. Thanks for all your support. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com. some others, McLeod, and McCarthy actually has a shot now, folks, because not every member of Congress is present for this vote now, and so McCarthy's threshold is a lot lower if he wants to win. So McCarthy actually has his best chance now of winning speakership today with some of these flips and the lower number needed as the threshold to get the majority considering not everybody is present to vote today. So you may get Kevin McCarthy today. Only time will tell. And unless, 
I mean, I think there may have to be another flip or two as we continue the vote. But it's going to be right down to the wire. So unless somebody flips from McCarthy to somebody else, McCarthy's actually got a shot today. And so, boy, oh boy, I mean, that's going to be a nice gut blow, but it'll be politics as usual. And so we'll just put up with two more years of the swamp running over us and the conservatives in this house will learn the hard way. So fine, you'll have to learn the hard way. The American people have already learned it. We already, the American people, the Republican voting base, they don't want McCarthy. And even Donald Trump's support of McCarthy didn't move the needle for McCarthy. That shows you how much the American people are uninterested with all of these representatives' inboxes being flooded with their constituents saying, please don't vote for McCarthy, and then getting ignored. So this is good. I mean, it's not going to be good that McCarthy gets in. We're going to get screwed again. But throughout the process, a lot of good stuff has happened. And so members of Congress are going to learn the hard way that they're going to get screwed and double-crossed by McCarthy with with the massive spending and the primary funding and and the border. And I mean, do you really think McCarthy's going to launch an investigation into the Biden family? Do you really think that? The Biden crime family? Do you really think McCarthy's going to launch any of that, spearhead any of that? Or is he just going to focus on raising money and then making sure the Republican hand-pick, hand-picked candidates get in every time? So that's fine. So people will learn the hard way. Some people already know this. I think most of the voters already know this, but looks like some of the members, the new members of Congress, maybe some of the returning members of Congress will have to learn the hard way. I don't think Kevin McCarthy is going to give him anything. I don't expect anything from Kevin McCarthy on the border. I mean, that one is so obvious. It's like maybe he'll do that one just because it's so easy and he has little say in it anyway. So he can do a lot of jawjacking on the border issue when he can't do anything. The real issue is going to be the funding. The real issue is going to be the rules with the bills and the, the primary funding. And the real issue is going to be the fact that you're not going to be able to remove him if he goes sideways. So this one's going to be interesting. It's going to come right down to the wire. And I think that We'll have a conclusion within the hour, probably within the next 30 minutes. And we'll learn quickly what, if any, concessions were made to get these votes to flip towards Kevin McCarthy. Oh, man. You know, it kind of sucks in a way because we thought maybe finally, maybe finally we had some good moves happening inside Congress to start the 118th Congress. But isn't this everything right now? To start the 118th Congress, is it going to be the swamp's will or is it going to be the will of we the people? And we've had hope that, hey, whoa, we might have a change here. Maybe some of we, the people, might get a little hope with these Republican holdouts. Maybe we can actually do something about this ridiculous, out-of-control U.S. government. Mm. But then McCarthy will likely get in. And for the 118th Congress, all hope will be lost. But I don't want to be totally negative today. Sometimes people watching this process play out while they're paying attention more than they ever have is a good thing. 
But I'm telling you right now, McCarthy's got a shot today, folks. He's got a shot with this 12th vote. All right, we'll be monitoring this vote, folks. It's going to be neck and neck. It's going to be a razor's edge. From enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. And now, your host, Owen Troyer. This thing is going to come down to a razor's edge, folks. I think McCarthy still needs two or three more flips. Uh, But we'll be monitoring this number. And I I don't even know what the number he needs today is. It's not, I think it's 215 today. I don't think he needs 218 today. But we'll continue to monitor that. Now, I'm joined by Tyler Bennett from JonesTaxRelief.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, everybody has to pay taxes. Believe me, you hate it. I hate it. I wish it weren't the case. But we all got to pay taxes, and you want to make sure you've got a tax attorney handling cases that you might be involved in or just your general taxes for your business, your personal reasons that you can trust, that knows the law, knows the books, and knows how to give you the best deal possible. And that is Tyler Bennett from Jones Tax Relief. And so, Tyler, as we're watching this changing of the guard with Congress and the 118th Congress coming in and a lot of political changes happening as well as we move to the new year, what goes through your mind? What do you think about for your clients? What do you think about for your personal books? What do these new year mean? What does a new year mean as far as taxes are concerned, whether it be a personal interest or a business interest? Tyler Bennett, JonesTaxRelief.com. Well, nice to see you again, Owen. And the reality situation is like what you just said. There's a changing of the guard that's happened. So the last commission of the IRS was Chuck Riddell, right? And when I was on here last time, we spoke about how the IRS has made more money than ever before. And Chuck Riddell was focusing on one thing, and that's answering the phone. Anybody that's ever called the IRS knows they have a severe issue there with answering phone calls. But now that commission of the IRS is over. There's been a change of the guard. And now we have Daniel Warfell in, who is far left, and he has even stated that he is going to go after tax cheats, this is a quote, like those people in Bitcoin. So again, it's more of the same where you're guilty until proven innocent uh, with this political party, and they're going to come after and take your money. So well, I got to stop uh, you right there, because I'm, I'm, I'm a little, you're, you're telling me this guy, Daniel Warfel said that Bitcoin holders are tax cheats? He said that he's going after tax cheats like Bitcoin holders. That's what he said. So again, guilty until proven innocent, just because you have the asset, of course, does not make you a tax cheat. Now, we're going to get into this a little bit different because there was a TIGDA report. Now, that's that's the FBI of the IRS. And what they found is that the IRS isn't even equipped to make these decisions. We'll get into that. Uh, in a second. I want to finish this point here, which is we all heard about the Inflation Reduction Act, which, of course, the Biden administration is talking about all these things they're going to do, but they snuck in the 87,000 agents to the IRS and the $80 billion to the IRS, correct? And here's the thing. The new commissioner of the IRS is saying 7,000 of those 87,000 people are going to go towards answering the phone, which was the last commission of the IRS sole focus. That's only less than 7% of what they want to do. The remaining 80,000 people are becoming auditors to audit the middle class. And that's what's happening. I'm just stunned at this animosity. I mean, this is like, 
Is this normal? I mean, you'd think somebody gets a new position at the IRS. They want to come in at least with a neutral perspective, like, hey, you know, I'm here to do my job and have neutral. But to come in with this animosity towards crypto holders or specifically Bitcoin holders, he mentions Bitcoin holders. Is that unprecedented or is this should we expect this now? Well, it's it's unprecedented, but we should also expect it because it's definitely the the. That's what the regime has been echoing since day one. They don't trust you. They want to take your money. They think everybody is out there um, cheating the tax man and cheating the government. And of course, they have already said that who they're going to go after is the middle class, right? When they change their 1099K uh, reporting requirements and all that, who suffers? The middle class, not the fat cats at top, who if they just paid a little bit more in taxes, if we rewrote the, the tax code that way, the tax gap, which is the difference between what the IRS makes and what the United States spends every year, would be not only closed, but we'd be operating in a surplus. And uh, instead of going after the right people, the Biden administration finds it easier to go after the middle class because they don't have the types of attorneys and trusts and corporations that take a lot of manpower to go through and find out if this person is actually playing by the rules or not. It's much easier for the IRS to target any random person in the middle class and make a crazy accusation that again, you're guilty until proven innocent in this in this context, that now you're gonna have to prove that you did not do this thing or hire counsel you know, to get you out of the mess. And it's just not fair to the middle class. It's insulting and it's, um, yeah, it's, it's very much, much of the same from this regime. This is the new normal, but yes, watch out because they absolutely do not have your back. They're going to stab you in it. So what does this mean then as the middle class is about to have the magnifying glass put on it by the IRS, specifically people holding Bitcoin? I mean, what, what does this practically mean? I mean, are people going to need to expect a call from the IRS, a visit from the IRS? So I have right here, oh, and this is the, uh, oh, there it is. That is the TIGDA. That's the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration. And what they do is they're like the FBI for the IRS. They, they also, they, they do crime stuff, but what they also do is look at the IRS itself and say, hey, is this organization working the right way? And they audit it. So that was an internal audit they just did. And this is a couple days ago. What they found out is all these new tax laws that the Biden administration has pumped into place, the IRS does not have the infrastructure, both in terms of people, uh, processes, systems, but also their cloud, their main computer that handles all the tax returns is not ready to handle all the tax changes that the Biden administration has put into law. And when you look at this report, most of it is redacted. You see that? Like, it's hard to read. But the parts that aren't redacted, we can tell that the TIGDA is saying, listen, the IRS can't even handle the $600 uh, 1099K requirement. And that's why on December 23rd, a day before Christmas last year, real sneakily, the IRS lifted it up and said, OK, we're not going to do that till next year. It wasn't because they're giving you a Christmas present. It was because they realized that it was gonna be more work for them than not because they didn't have the infrastructure in place. And here's the thing, Owen, is they did it too late. So that means more than half of the people that were under that regime were gonna get 1099Ks are still gonna receive it because they made this last second decision on December 23rd. So a lot of these 1099s are already in the mail or on the way. And so 
what we're going to have is a lot of small business owners and regular people who just sent money to their friends that now have erroneous 1099s that the IRS doesn't even isn't even care about, but they sent out because it was before they made this last minute change when they realized that they couldn't handle all the changes they made. So get ready for a lot of mistakes this year from the IRS. And again, it's your duty, my duty, the taxpayer's duty to correct it because the IRS will not and they will just take your money. And that's what we have to watch out for. Well, and Don't that's what I was going to say. I mean, obviously the IRS is not going to make mistakes in your favor. So, so how do people prepare correct. for this? So the first uh, level of preparation is knowledge, right? So the first thing you need to know is that this is happening. And many people did not know, but on December 23rd, halfway through the day, um, the IRS changed the law and said no longer 2022, or excuse me, 23 is the first year for the $600.1099K. They moved it a year. But I'm telling you, everyone's still going to get one because they did it so last minute. And what you need to know is if you get one, it does not mean you have to pay taxes on it because they pumped that up into next year. And so you may get erroneous 1099s in the mail. The other thing too is what Tigda found out is not just from the $600 one, but like the commissioner of the IRS said, they're going after the crypto people. Well, what Tigda found out is if you have any crypto accounts at all, whether or not you're reporting your account or reporting or non-reporting or a good taxpayer or not, simply by having it right now, the uh, the issues, the programming bugs in the in the IRS's computer are going to flag your account simply by having it at all. Now, remember, well, I'm let's, take a saying, start, let's take a pause right there because we got to go to a break here, Tyler. I'm very curious about this. And, and this is going to be important stuff as we enter the new year, folks, because when the IRS makes a mistake, it's not going to be in your favor. And then you got to make sure that you don't make a mistake because then ultimately you're going to pay for both their mistake and your mistake. That's how this works. We'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles, and those live feeds, both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438.
What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like McCarthy is going to fall short by two votes. They just took final roll. And it looks like McCarthy short two votes. But he did get his highest threshold yet at 213. Now, they're still crunching the numbers. They're still crunching the numbers here. But only seven voted other today where it was 20. So 13 flipped to McCarthy today. And as far as I can tell, that has nothing to do with concessions made. Maybe they just want to go home. And maybe they've actually fallen for the lies and attacks of the the fake news establishment DC elitists saying doomsday. Oh, you're so bad. You're a terrorist. You're an insurrectionist. Is that why they flipped their vote? Because, or or maybe they just want to go home because I haven't seen any concessions made from McCarthy. And if there were, you wouldn't have had Gates and Biggs and Boberts and the rest still voting other. So, however, it looks like McCarthy's still going to fall short two votes today. And look at how mad he is. He is pissed. It's two votes short. All right, we're going to continue to monitor this. I think it's two. I'll give you the official numbers uh, when we have them, but I believe it's going to be two uh, with, I think, five people didn't make roll today as some people had to go back to be at funerals, wife pregnant, mother needs surgery, stuff like that. And so, wow, uh, by the skin of his teeth, just falling short, it looks like Kevin McCarthy, though he did get some flips. All right, now, getting back to Tyler Bennett from jonestaxrelief.com. Now, Tyler... This is, a, this is going to be a pivotal thing for a lot of people, and this is why it's important they understand this heading into the new year. The IRS makes mistakes. They never favor you. But also, if you make a mistake, you pay the crime. You pay the toll. So essentially, you're in a situation now where if you make the wrong move, you're going to pay for the IRS's mistake, and you're going to pay for a mistake if you make it. So tell people how they can avoid that, and and what you guys at Jones Tax Relief will do to offer them some comfort should they be in a compromising, potentially, situation with the IRS. Well, that's right, Owen. And so let me address that first. If you are in a potentially compromising situation with the IRS, and let me just say this, if you are a taxpayer, then you potentially are because they are going after everyone, like I said. But that there's three there's three types of situations you could possibly be in. Either right now you need your taxes filed for this year and you want to pay as a as a you know warm-blooded American, you want to pay the least amount as physically possible. That's your legal right as a taxpayer. And so we can help make sure you do that. Or if the IRS has already gotten to you and they're saying you owe they owe you money or you owe them money, the state is saying that you owe them money, they're coming after you, maybe they're levying your bank account or taking other collection activities against you, we can stop these dead in their tracks, we can make them honor your rights that you have that they are violating. And remember, as we talked before, they don't care if they violate your rights because they're not attorneys, they are clerks that operate off of 
uh, what they do. And then there's the future, which is, hey, I'm planning on making more money next year than this year because I started a business, I'm doing better, all these things. Well, the reason the IRS, Owen, made so much money last year and the year before is because when the COVID disaster hit and everybody lost their salary job, they all started businesses. But the thing is, is many of these people are overpaying in taxes because they're not familiar with filing Schedule C, small business tax returns, and the amount of deductions, such as the pass-through deduction, 20%, that you could uh, take and make sure you're paying the least amount of taxes. So if any of these situations apply to you, I can help. We can absolutely make sure you're in the correct entity structure going forward uh, and you're paying the least amount of taxes. And if you already owe the government, we'll negotiate for that back tax. Now, how we got into this situation in the first place this year is, remember, I was at the IRS conference in November. I talked to Chuck Riddell, and he said the single biggest focus of the IRS during his commission was getting people to answer the phone. And now during this time, the Democrats, right, Biden passed this giant law, the Inflation Act, uh, which added 80, 87,000 people to the IRS, $80 billion, right? But what the new regime does, what the new commissioner of the IRS has said, oh, we're only gonna put um, 7,000 of those people towards the actual problem. The rest of it, we're gonna shake down the middle class. And now here's where the IRS's problem was, and this is what the TIGDA report found out, is okay, fine, the Democrats push through all these bills because they want people to pay more taxes, get audited, et cetera, et cetera. But the IRS doesn't have the infrastructure to do it. And so TIGDA's looking at this Rubik's cube of complexity that they have to figure out before they can even make these moves. And so does that mean that, oh, we're in a safe harbor until they figure it out? No, no, that is not how the government works. They are going to attack first before they realize whether they are even in the right or in the wrong. And so that's where the danger lies. Uh, and even the Treasury Inspector General has said that the IRS is not equipped to handle what they're doing. And that's why they have backtracked on a lot of the stuff they've said over recent days. Now remember, we're talking about stuff that spent the last two years coming into law, and then they spent the last two weeks reneging on it, right? And that's not enough time for the government, the bureaucracy, to really change. And so that's why we're gonna have a lot of mistakes. And like you said, Owen, when a mistake comes down from the IRS, it ain't the IRS that's gonna pay the bill, it's you. And so that's why you have to have proper representation to make sure they're not taking advantage of you. So what's the move here? What can you offer to, say, somebody who wants to start a business this year, whether you have small intentions or large intentions, what, what, is, what are the services that JonesTaxRelief.com can offer? Because I would imagine for a lot of people that are going into business for themselves to start a new year, there's probably a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, and there's really no clarity that you get. I mean, they don't teach you this stuff in school, so you're kind of walking around blindfolded until the IRS takes it off and says, hey, pay the toll. Correct, Owen, and that's absolutely correct. Information is the one thing that they want to keep from the people because that is what gives us power, right? And so what we are offering in this um, permetulous time is uh, we have a three-year audit protection program. So if you're in the type of situation that we, you know, you talk to me and we find out that, listen, you're in the area that potentially could get audited, we're so, we have protection plans that we can give you that, for the next three years, which is hopefully the rest of um, that commission of the IRS before the Republicans take control again, we'll see. But for the next three years, you won't have anything to worry about if the IRS ever comes to you, we're representing you, 
and those letters would come to us and we'll take care of it. So that's what I can offer straight up for everybody because like I said, it doesn't matter if you have a small business or not, they're, they're gonna audit a lot of people who do not deserve it this year. But as I said before, there are many uh, entities such as C corporations, LLCs, trust instruments, instruments, excuse me, that we can create and um, put people in so that you are paying the lowest amount of taxes. Now, until the Democrats change this, and they do want to, the corporate tax rate is still the lowest tax rate of all income tax, right? It's 21%. You and me, Owen, we pay on a sliding scale up to 37%. So just simply, if you're making a lot of money, being in the right entity structure could save you literally half the amount of, that you're paying in taxes. You know, that's just crazy to think. And I, I want to expand on that when we come back from this break coming up, because I, I, I mean, I would imagine that there's things that you're going to be doing if you're just starting a business. There are things that you're going to be doing where if you don't get out ahead of this stuff, you're going to end up behind it. And, it, it, you know, it may seem like, hey, I don't want to get involved with taxes and stuff. I'll deal with that later down the road when it's a problem. When really it'd be advantageous to deal with it now before it becomes a problem. We'll talk to Tyler Bennett from JonesTaxRelief.com about that on the other side. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. found it the tip of the spear it is the alex jones show with owen troyer all right mccarthy loses 12th bid to become speaker but gets more votes than he has yet story developing we've got tyler bennett on with us from jonestaxrelief.com and now this is what I'm thinking about if I'm a small business owner or say I'm just going to go into business for myself to begin the year 2023. You know, this this stuff can seem um, obviously confusing. And so a lot of people want to put it off and they'll just say, I'm going to I'm going to deal with my business stuff. I'll put off with the tax stuff till later in the year. Problem is that can cause issues for you. You want to get out ahead of this. So talk about that. If you're starting a business for the year 2023 and you want to get out ahead of potential tax issues with jonestaxrelief.com, explain that process for us. 
All right, Owen, so remember, when you're a small business owner, you're on Schedule C. That means you can take deductions against the income you make. And this is very different from a salaried employee who is only able to take Schedule A deductions. That would be like your mortgage, et cetera. But anything in pursuit of your profit as a small business is a deduction that you can write off. And this is including deduction, or excuse me, expenses that you've incurred even before you started your business. So the official rule right now is there's up to $5,000 in startup costs that aren't even associated with your business that we can write off before you even start your business. Once you start it, many businesses run a loss for a few years before they become profitable. And remember, we can always carry forward those losses. So it's very, very important that we file correctly and we make note of the losses that we did take, whether we not take them or, or use them or not, we at least notate them. So that way, when you are making money in the future, we make sure you're paying the least amount of taxes because you had expenses that were heavily loaded earlier on in your business. And that's just how most businesses are, right? And we need to make sure that you're taking those uh, deductions and not overpaying the IRS, both on your what you actually owe in your liability, but also as a small business owner, you have to make estimated tax payments. And so listen, if you get a refund back at the end of the year, that means you overpaid your taxes and you gave the IRS an interest-free loan. And so we're not in the name, we're not in the game of giving the government interest-free loans. They would not do the same to us. So we want to make sure we take all that up front and give them only exactly what they need. Because if you get back a refund check for 99 cents, that means you did it correctly because you didn't loan the government more money just to so they can make more money when they would not give you the exact uh, recipro reciprocity, right? So here's the thing is if you're starting a business this year, start taking notes of everything you're spending money on because even before you have that business name, even before you have that entity, we can, as long as it's heading that direction, we can use those expenses that you've encumbered to get to that point. And that's very, very important. Now, if I want to have kind of a stress-free process here, is that what jonestaxrelief.com offers where I can just kind of not have to think about this, not have to stress about this, just, hey, I take care of my work, I hand over the books or whatever you guys need, and then I don't have to think about that. If there's anything, you'll come to me, or how does that work? That's right, Owen. So listen, the small businesses out, owners out there, the reason you're successful is because you know what you do and you do it well, right? And that's not necessarily taxation. That's this whole world that nobody learned about in school. And so let us take that burden off your back so that you can focus on what brings in more money to your business and you can focus on growing and becoming a better business and better person and better for your family as well. And let us focus on the government and greedy Joe. Yeah, and you know, that's the thing too, where it's just, you wanna, like you said, you wanna focus on what you're doing. You wanna focus on your business, you wanna focus on your product, your your solutions, your your whatever it is, your service that you're offering. And, and the tax stuff can just become such a burden or such a headache and it just tangles up in your head all these numbers. And now all of a sudden you look up and it's like, oh, the business day's over. I didn't even, I didn't even do any business day. I'm trying to figure out my taxes. And so that's where jonestaxrelief.com comes into service here so that you're not stressing about that stuff. You're not sitting here 
figuring out, am I paying the right taxes? Did I follow as the right corporation? Did I, did I get all my deductions right? No, you're focused on the product, the service, the business that you're running. JonesTaxRelief.com are going to be the ones making sure that you're all up to date on your taxes. Is that what most small business owners find? I mean, do they find that this is such a helpful service so that they don't even have to think about that? They can be more profitable? Absolutely, um, Owen. And the other thing, too, is even if you're not a small business owner or you are, but you're doing everything by the books, as we know, we just discussed before, the regime is out to get anybody they can. And so that's why we're offering audit protection. So if you get audited for any reason, you're protected by us and we will go to court for you if it takes that far and make sure that you're fully represented and nothing bad happens to you. And this is for the business owners, the salaried employees, any taxpayer of the U.S. government, because everybody is under the gun right now. Yeah, and it's really too bad, you know, because I kind of see, look, the way the government is going, (laughs) folks, this isn't just about, hey, I want to make it so I'm not getting a tax refund back. A lot of people look at that as kind of like a little bonus cash, right, to begin the year or whatever. Oh, I get this little bonus cash. Well, you'd rather not pay it to begin with. But, you know, here's my kind of worst case scenario that that I don't think is really that beyond the pale. I could see a day in the future, especially if another Democrat gets in in 2024, I could see a day in the in the near future where they're not even going to give you a refund anymore. I mean, they'll just get rid of refunds altogether and you'll just be stuck paying that bill, giving them a a free loan every year. Listen, that's that's not that far fetched at all, because they're already raising uh, or they want to raise the tax brackets. They've done so sneakily. And I and I keep I keep saying this because this is a sneaky thing that the government does. And nobody really it's it's hard to understand. But when there's massive amounts of inflation and they raise the tax brackets not to match inflation, you're paying more in taxes. It's hard to think about, but if, if inflation goes up and the tax brackets do not go up to match it, you're paying more in taxes. And where this is really affecting us right now is on the state level. There's 38 states that have raised their um, their income tax, but they have not raised their standard deductions and similar deductions equally. And so what that means is by sneakily through inflation, they have raised your tax rates. So they're already doing it sneakily. They've talked about doing it openly. And and yeah, I do think that if, if, there's, if the regime, this regime keeps going long enough, then yeah, the Democrats want to tax you all your money. Remember, back in the early 20th century, there was taxes as high as 90%. So we don't want to see anything like that again. Um, but remember, it is taxes are one of those things that does change with the regime. So it is very, very uh, politically... Um, charged and, and motivated, and because the last the Democrats are in office right now, that's why everything is headed this way. Like I said, let's make an entity right now while we're still grandfathered in under the old corporate rules before you know Sleepy Joe changes everything because it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and like you said, Owen, if the Democrats keep staying in office, it'll keep going that way. Now in this country, there's usually a sign curve of. After the America, Americans are going to get sick of the Democrats after a while and they'll vote back in a Republican and then it'll ebb and flow like that. But yes, if it keeps going this way, absolutely that's what's going to happen. They did it before and they'll do it again. Has the IRS been more against the American people or dare I say an evil organization as it, as it is now? You know, Owen, that's, that's the thing is, honestly, over the last, uh, for, the, for Commissioner Riddell's IRS, they had stopped collections during the COVID. They said, listen, there is a pandemic happening. 
besides a few people that owned, owed a lot of money, they by and foremost stopped collections. But now that the Democrats are back in and it's a new commission, they, and even though they made more money last year than ever before, now they have decided we don't care. There was people that got away with what they consider to be um, a crime or murder last year um, in that the IRS just wasn't collecting against them. And so that's why they're mad. They said these people have had two years to, you know, basically yep. mess around and now they're coming after you. And that's why they are so militant about it. And, and folks, that's remember- why we got to take a break here, Tyler. But folks, that's why I said at the beginning of the year, the market is going to catch up post COVID, post Biden. It's finally catching up in 2023. All the inflation and stuff that was pancakes compared to what we're going to get. Taping this important announcement on the afternoon of Thursday, January 5th, 2023. And that means you've only got four days to act if you want to get Vitamin Fusion and DNA Force Plus both at 50% off. Next Monday, the products are going back to full price because they're close to selling out. We won't have more back in stock for months. Everybody should be on Vitamin Fusion and DNA Force Plus. Just look at DNA Force Plus with the PQQ and the CoQ10 and so much more. Documented to clean out your cells, your mitochondria. Take your immune system to the next level and even have your telomeres, that's your DNA, last longer. This is the opposite of what the globalists are doing with their poison shots. This is actually giving your body the tools it needs to regenerate. Get DNA Force Plus and Vitamineral Fusion for a limited time for 50% off. You've got until next Monday and your purchase supports the broadcast. Keep us on air. Please take action now for your own wellness and your own health and to keep us on air. Infowarsstore.com. I am extremely honored to be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. So I want to get a little more newsy here with Tyler Bennett from JonesTaxRelief.com. We've laid out all the issues, folks, why you need Jones Tax Relief. Small business, big business, personal reasons. If you're not... If you don't have somebody on your side dealing with the IRS or your taxes, then uh, you could potentially be setting yourself up for a disaster situation. So go to jonestaxrelief.com. If you have any other questions, they'll take care of you. But Tyler, just to get a little more uh, just to get a little more subject oriented here, I was saying this and I was warning people, the post-COVID, post-Biden market crash really has not hit yet. They, they've kind of They've kind of tried to keep our head above water, and people might be surprised by that, and they say, well, what are you talking about? We've had the supply chain disaster. We've had the inflation. 
We've had the consumer price index, the producer price index. Yes, but folks, that's just kind of like the beginning. That's like the grumblings before the main wave hits or before the, the main earthquake hits. And, and just to go through some headlines here to highlight this, Amazon announces massive unprecedented layoffs citing uncertain economy, almost 20,000 people fired. Corporate insiders aren't betting on a market rebound. Cooler hiring and milder pay gains could aid inflation fight. Uh, in other words, nobody's hiring and you're getting paid less money and you're getting taxed more and your grocery bill and energy bill goes up. This is depression written all over it. 11 signs that the economic tipping point that everyone has been waiting for has now arrived. Even Cardi B, the rapper, understands. Cardi B slams Biden over inflation. Rapper says grocery store prices have tripled. Outraged at $7 for a head of lettuce. Bed Bath & Beyond shares plummet. Company warns of potential bankruptcy. But despite all of this, one thing remains consistent, and that's members of Congress still beat the stock market every time. Amazing. Members of Congress beat the S&P 500 again. Unusual trades resulting in huge gains. So the politicians that crush us politically and financially, they always know where to go to make the money. Uh, but the little guy, you and I, are always the ones left footing the bill. And, and so, Tyler, talk about this. I, I have a bad feeling that 2023, one of the big stories looming, is going to be we finally feel the impact of the post-COVID, post-Biden election where, yeah, we've got inflation, maybe it'll get up to 15%, but really it's going to be the grocery bills, it's going to be the energy costs, and it's going to be the taxes. So, I mean, people are going to be nickel and diming. They're going to be reanalyzing their budget. Folks, getting your taxes right and finding out how you can pay legally the lowest amount of taxes is going to be something you're going to want to do, especially this year. Absolutely on. So so when we talk about the pandemic in the last couple of years and what happened, it is very much the case that it has been a delayed reaction. Right. There was all there was this thing back in 2020. People lost their jobs. The uh, cities shut down. Um, there was stimulus checks. There was trillion dollars added into more than that added into the um, the economy. And because of that, the real effects and the government is the one that started to feel these effects, and that's why everyone else is now. I work closely with the IRS, and we started seeing that, well, the real depression, the real recession, the inflation effects, the negative economy, if you will, really started about halfway through last year is where it started to pick up. And this year, we're going to see it in full uh, you know, full force here in, in that there is less jobs. Um, there's less on, and then for the employers, there's less qualified people that want to work because we've created over the last two years, this economy where people are used to just getting checks from the government and they don't want to work. So that hurts our economy as well. And, and everyone else that's working because guess what? Now you have to work harder to make less money because everyone else is being fed by the government, which makes our whole, uh, dollar worth less. And so that's what's happening the last couple of years. And now it's coming to a head because everyone's got to go back to work. The um, and the, the tax breaks that have existed for COVID are over. So this year, for example, um, there are several things that you can no longer do, even though we're still very much in this global depression. Um, what ended this year was the um, additions to the earned income tax credit that has been lowered by 66 percent what you can take and also the child tax cre- uh, credit uh, was up as high as 3600 uh, last year is now down to two thousand dollars so wow. they severely uh, yeah um, you know 
kneecap the amount of um, deductions that you can even take in this uncertain economy. So they're coming at you both ways. And there is one more thing in the news that we do have to talk about here, and that is the Wayfair decision that happened back in May because this is gonna affect small businesses or any business that sells stuff online or over interstate borders. So classically, as you may know or may not, the classic rule was if I have a store in California and I'm selling to people in different states, not California, but as long as I sell something to someone in a different state, traditionally I didn't have to pay sales tax on that, the person who bought it. There was no sales tax due in that transaction. Now, if I sold my product to someone in the same state I lived in, in a sales tax state like California, then I have to pay. But this Supreme Court decision last year, which takes effect now, has said that no, it doesn't matter. If I have a business where I sell things, if I sell it to, a, to someone in a state where there is sales tax, and I'm in a state where there's sales tax, you best believe there is now an additional sales tax liability that did not exist last year or the year before. And so the small business owners need to be ready and prepared for this because the states, remember, are always more hungry and more aggressive than the IRS because the feds can just print off money technically, but the states can't and they will take it from you and they shoot first and ask questions later. And why this is scary is because um, there was there was a survey that was done once the Supreme Court case uh, was adjudicated and 46% of small business owners that sell stuff on the online marketplace self-identified as not being registered or for all the requirements of this year. So if this is you, if you know that there is changes in the laws or maybe you didn't know and you're not prepared for it, we can help you out. We can help you so that you're 100 percent ready for 2023, no matter with the additional taxing requirements of different states that you might be selling to. And this is important because, like I said, not only will the states come after you, but when they audit you, they just make numbers out of thin air and they're going to come after you hard. So let's prevent that from happening. Um, and get you on the right place going forward because they changed that law last year. And it's another sneaky thing that really this is a major change. The last 50 years of uh, taxation, you only had to pay sales tax to the state that you lived in if you sold something in that state. Well, now that's completely different. You owe sales tax no matter what, and you need to be aware of that. You know, here's what I think the biggest fear out there is for, for small businesses, big businesses. It doesn't make a difference, even 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 just just for personal people is getting blindsided by the IRS or getting blindsided by something. I mean, right. That's the big fear. And, and you want that you want that big 340 pound left guard that's going to make sure that that end is not going to come in blindside you make you make you fumble and lose the ball game i mean that that to me is kind of the biggest fear in all of this yeah you know you're going to deal with the taxes you know you might deal with the irs it's painful nobody likes doing it but it's like you don't want to get that blindsided hit that knocks you right out and and so talk about what jonestaxrelief.com offers to make sure that you don't get that blindside you're always going to have that protection and and god forbid if something is coming after you there's going to be a warning Absolutely, Owen. So again, I want to iterate because the IRS is kind of going after everyone right now. If you make over $20,000, there's a target on your back, which is everybody. And so here's the thing. If if you want that peace of mind, we offer off audit protection. Doesn't matter why they're auditing you, what reason, we will see it through and make sure that they do not take your lunch or even a dime more than what is owed to you, um, or excuse me, to them. 
Uh, and usually when they audit you, it's because they have some kind of information on the state level. Half the time it's completely erroneous and we will tell them that we'll write them a legal brief saying, showing them exactly where they can stick it because not in our taxpayers. Okay. And then also, like I said before, if you already owe money, listen, there's no time like right now to fix that problem because all those 80,000 people, as the commissioner just said, are going to be purpose towards making your life a living hell. And so I don't want that to happen. Give me a call and we will make the IRS's life a living hell instead of yours. And, and you know, folks, you just heard Tyler Bennett with us for the last hour. You've probably heard him on with us before. I mean, come on. Don't you want your tax attorney? Don't you want the people handling your taxes with a mindset like this, with a thought process like this? Isn't this the kind of people you want handling your taxes that you know are going to go to bat for you? Maybe even with a little malice, a little animosity towards the state, towards the IRS. Might be what you want. I know it's what I'd want. That's why JonesTaxRelief.com is where we suggest you go for all your tax needs, whether it be personal, small business, big business, corporation, all of it. JonesTaxRelief.com and Tyler Bennett, always great to have you on. Thanks for getting into all this with me and all the people out there that you help saving money. I know they say thank you too. Absolutely. And happy new year and look forward to saving everybody as much money as possible. And yes, we do have animosity towards the state and the IRS. There you go. That confirms it right there, ladies and gentlemen. All right. JonesTaxRelief.com. 800-290-8160. That's 800-290-8160 for more information on how Jones Tax Relief can help you. All right. When we come back, we're getting ready to move to a 13th vote. And then Dr. Peter McCullough. Big stuff coming up. Good news and some bad news on multiple fronts. The good news is Vitamin Mineral Fusion and DNA Force Plus are still 15% off. The bad news is they're very close to selling out. And by Monday of next week, and I'm cutting this ad on January 5th, 2023, we're going to have to go back to full price. Then about a week after that, they'll be sold out. So that's good news. You can still get the products. It's bad news because they're about to be sold out. Because they're also some of our best-selling products. When we don't have them, we can't fund the operation. So it is a real conundrum, but that's just where we're at. I want to thank all the listeners for your ongoing support. But if you want vitamin mineral fusion, it's so incredible for your immune system and your whole body. And DNA Force Plus that helps your telomeres last longer and cleans out your mitochondria and so much more. You can get them both exclusively. Top-of-the-line supplements at InfoWarsStore.com. Still 50% off until this coming Monday. They're going to be sold out for months and months. Thanks for all your support. Now please visit InfoWarsStore.com. 